Hi, welcome to Mouse and Weens, everyone. Hey, Mouse and Weens. Hot, hot, hot weens on a Friday, driving hot. through. Where are you? What town is this? Oh, I'm uh, in beautiful Burbank, Florida. <laughs> Lincoln, 1982, like Lincoln Hoopty just passed by. Look at nice. this crazy lady with the afro who just went, yeah. And looked at me. <laughs> <laughs> A big, like, navy blue. I like it. Just working the life of Burbank. Is that a Burbank thing? I don't know the areas over there. I have there. no idea. I think it's just a thing. There's so many people here and different cars and different folks for different strokes. <laughs> Everyday people. That's a song by uh, Sly and the Family Stone. Hey. Yeah, wait a second. That wasn't an afro. That was a beard. I'm gonna... <laughs> oh, wait. I gotta take a picture. It's just a man with a big drippy beard. And I thought wow. that was a... It was just a lot of hair I saw. <laughs> behind the wheel <laughs> a bearded afro yeah can, like, get the afro going down south too that's like right it. that's right what are you doing um hanging out in my little bed studio here yeah friday big friday hubs is on his way home no he is home i heard the garage door open yeah so that's and what happens in marriage sorry i cut you off again but no, uh you're just like yeah my guy's home. I guess he's here. Maybe he's not. Maybe. I mean, yeah. that's secure behavior. It's, yeah, <laughs> usually I greet him with like, hey, honey, how was your day? We're pretty darn vanilla Americana over here. Yeah. But I'm back here recording with you. <laughs> so, Yay. This is mom's secret life. They think I'm just like Wonder Woman back here changing into my suit and spinning around. I know. But, it's exciting though, right? I mean, you got a little side biz yeah, going on it's, it's a fun little thing well it's like it the... i was at school today and working in the garden and the teacher lady who runs it came up to me and said well i talked to your middle son and i asked him hey your mom's birthday is coming up what should i do for her and he said well she really likes mom parties and wine and like going out so why don't you do that for her birthday? With oh my she would probably like just going out with you. That would be nice. And it was cute because he kind of nailed it. Yeah. But the part of me felt bad. Like I always want to like leave, <laughs> get out. You're a party uh, mom. I don't mean to be. It's just these little moments. I get kind of excited to get out, escape. Yeah. But I like I want to reiterate. Like I have such mom guilt about this, but I love them so much. Like my whole life is devoted to them and. I care about them so much. I think about them all the time. Like all I do at night when I wake up in the middle of the night and I worry about them. Like my everything is them. And yeah, but I like the escape too. So it's a weird balance. It's so crazy. Yeah. You feel like you're fucking them up at every turn. But then you have to take care of yourself too. And ugh, I feel that way with my hard. cat. I'm like, yeah. Like, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't. Oh. <laughs> I, I, try, I was going to laugh, but then I needed, I wanted to take it seriously because oh. I wasn't sure if you were telling the truth. Sometimes <laughs> I wonder, weird. like, where are you going to sleep today? And I worry 
Like, what 22-hour couch are you going to sleep on today? And occasionally she'll pat, 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 pat that piece of chicken that I hold out in front of her. And I'm like, which hand is she going to use? Because I'd hate to ruin her delicate claws. I don't know. I'm just, this is not even that funny. I, that is uh, hilarious. Thanks. I really am more concerned about your children. I'm glad that you're, are you feeling guilty so you need to, like, make sure that they know that someday if they listen to this that you they are completely loved well yeah there's that but also it truly is i feel like sometimes i plug into my phone or computer or whatever just to kind of get my little things done that i need to do and i'm ignoring them or they're not getting the attention they need and isn't it the case that kids that don't get attention are the ones that like act out in all these different uh, ways columbine yes Right. I, I mean, don't understand how you would be a parent though and not know that your kid's building bombs in the basement. Yeah, I think. Like, would that be a are... little disconnected there? Oh yeah, I would think. I would think. Although, I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's but possible. I feel bad because if two parents are working, and they don't get home till five or six, and the kid's like a latchkey kid, you know, maybe they don't, they can't afford the after-school care. So were we kind of latchkey a little bit? Dad was home because he was a teacher. Yeah, dad was always home. He was just doing kind of what I do, which is sitting down at his desk and writing scripts or, you know, meditating or doing these things for himself, which is But he was gone. He was, like, not available, though, right? Right. I mean, he would put notes up saying, don't bother me. But then I do it, too. Here I am podcasting, and I told the kids, like, don't bother me. For an hour, I see you and your interaction with them, and you're very, you're hyper-available, except for this one hour. Guys. All right. Sorry. Thanks. Um, Yeah, are you? It's... I'm driving, sorry. No, you're good. I, yeah, I know. I keep going back and forth on the stupid mom guilt. I don't know how to get rid of mom guilt. I think it's so prevalent. Everybody has it when they turn into a mom. You feel like you're not doing it right, and there's so many standards out there that you feel like you have to hit and then the sane part of me kicks in and goes no you're doing just fine they know you love them you tuck them in every night they've got a nice little life all's well they won't be that fucked up they're fine yet i still feel like bottom of the line bottom of the barrel uh-huh. end of the line end of the day end of the book they will blame me so i just always have that on my mind but, but is it more about, okay, let's get to the root of this, because are you worried that you're, is it more about looking good? No. Okay, so it's more, it's selfless I, about them making care, sure that they're launched in the world properly. Right, exactly okay. that. I want them to care about people and not be hoarders <laughs> and not, like, be selfish little assholes that, you know... I, I'm just I want to produce good humans that go into the world and are well adjusted and know they're loved and supported and don't need weird things to f- fill gaps in their lives I want to fill all those gaps in a healthy way so well now you know that me. you can sometimes it's just not like okay for example you and I were raised in the same family I think you yes. were relatively painless as a child like painless? mom <laughs> you were a relative penis. <laughs> no, painless. You oh, said painless. painless. Yeah, like you were easy to parent, and then you turned out well. And and maybe I was more difficult, where mom still probably feels a little 
Like, uh, you know, you you guys have had private conversations. I'm not sure. No, no, no. It. She. I feel like she loves you more than me. Oh, stop. She I loves swear. you more than me. Are you kidding? She loves you more than me. How funny. I feel like she is, like, you know, I'm the tried and true. I'm the one she doesn't have to worry about, and it's all good and steadfast mouse just rolling along over here. But then, you know, yeah, you're more dynamic. You've got all these loose ends and things going on. <laughs> so she wants to, like... That's a nice word for dynamic. No, it's true, though. But, like, you have this exciting life that, you know, things aren't all buttoned down, like, you know, textbook-wise. So she is more involved with your life and thinks you're more exciting and more fun. Oh, stop. And you never know what's going to happen next. And so that's the feeling I get. Of course, this is all silly. Like, we can be adults and go, no, she loves us just the same. It's all good. But oh, I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure... It well, you probably know that about your kids. You'll never see anything on here. But I think that most parents probably, I could see that you would love your kids, all, all of them. But then you might have a special one that you bond more with. or. But I would but imagine it also too. shifts because yeah. your cute cuddly one right. can turn into a little rat. Yeah, a little stinky testosterone one. And yeah, and then yeah. that shifts. And, but, you know, it's like life, mm -hmm. right? You have your favorite friends for a while until they piss you off and then yeah i guess so it's well fun. yeah but end of the day they are yeah my little creations and these people that i need to impart my knowledge and wisdom to and mm -hmm. send them off into the world like that really is the end of the day thing and i tell them that all the time i'm like you know it's my job to teach you how to be a good man and that's why you need to make your bed. If you ever yeah. go into the military, they'll scold you. I, I, it's the weirdest thing. I don't know. I don't want to talk about this anymore. It's boring. Right? No, it's not. And would you I mean, ever let your kids go into the military? The middle one to? is very kind of uh, prone that way. And we've seen that since he was a toddler. He really cares about fairness and about right and wrong. And rules. And rules he's obsessed with rules he was like i remember i was driving mm -hmm. to school or something and it's like we're gonna be late i was like oh relax i'll write you mm -hmm. a note no problem and he's like no we have to be on time yes yeah and, and I didn't fascinated by police and military and you know knowing the law and being the one to kind of enforce the law wow. and so my husband and i have said from day one he's either going to be military or police or security or some sort of I don't know yeah uh, wow. that type of job yeah so we'll see but it's cool to remember this kind of stuff and then if they have the problem that I had which is I don't know what my purpose is on earth mm, I gosh. always had the I don't know what to do with my life thing and I would always quiz mom like so what was I like as a kid? So what, what was I fascinated by? What did I... Because I was always trying to get to the root of what was a natural thing that you might yeah. have enjoyed that would steer you more. Yeah. You didn't really have that. She Anyway, so, she said, like, creative writing and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mine was always the... I just want to be a mom and a wife. Like, kind of boring. Really? And kind of artsy. Like, I like, you know, making posters and drawing and... And that's what that happened. Kind of stuff. Yeah, weird. But you knew that as when you were younger? 
You didn't. You had to try Kinda. it. Life well, I it. wanted to help people. That was always my thing. I want to help people. I want to help people. That I was know. Your I want to help. When you were seven I years want to be a nurse or a doctor. I want to be a nurse or a doctor. I want to clear my nose. Yeah. <laughs> and I kind of do, I guess. Yeah. I'm making kids and teaching kids and... I don't know. I tried to go to med school. I went to uh, my college for pre-med and didn't do so hot on the MCATs, so did not make it into med school, but went into biotech instead. And You were devastated, huh? Not really. Kind oh. of secretly, not really. No. We have family members that are doctors that all told me it's really hard. I don't know if you really want this life. It sounds glamorous and there's money, but it's not that great. Wow. And so I was kind of like, ooh, if I don't make it, that's okay, you know? You know so, what's interesting? I was just hmm. talking about this recently was our grandfather on that side with all the uncles was, mm -hmm. he was like a basketball star and he wanted to go totally. do that. And I think his dad either wanted him to be a pastor or talked him into being a surgeon, I think is how it went. Surgeon? Oh, I don't know what I'm talking about. Forget it. He wanted to be a surgeon, I think. So then the kids, and he never did. His dad wanted him to be a Lutheran minister, right? Uh, yeah. And then, so, so, but then our uncles, his sons, wanted, they, you know, a few of them went into medicine, mm -hmm. I think, because their dad didn't get to live out his dream. Now yeah. I'm confusing the two dreams. It was basketball star <laughs> and surgeon. Yeah, but he, he made was, it to the hall of fame back in his college oh really um, I, I just pulled all these old articles because i'm the family historian remember and i have all of grandma's you know memories and articles and newspaper clippings oh, cool. and so when they put this hall of fame thing together they contacted me and i scanned everything and sent it along cool so he was yeah the basketball dude um, i know Funky. That was back in the Mad Men days, and yes. um, anyway, I, well, I was going to say that he, when we went back to Wisconsin, I don't want to talk about this. There's a sign that says, watch for people, there's a big LA freeway sign, mm -hmm. watch for people walking on all roadways. What? Like, what does that mean? Is it that yellow diamond yeah. sign with like the flyaway the story people big. running? No, it's, it's just the uh -oh. big, big sign that would say, like, don't text and drive. And it's a marquee that goes over the freeway, mm. which I've only seen in L.A. I don't know if they do that anywhere else, but why would people be there. walking across 12 lanes of the freeway? That's not They're good. in the dream. <laughs> I can tell. I get bummed out. I'm sorry, but I'm sitting in traffic, so this is not my most ideal my guy mood just drains a mm. little bit when this happens, but I wonder if there's a way to trick your brain into thinking this is some kind of an adventure. Mm. Like, ooh. I like it. Well, look around. Tell me what you see. Who's in the cars next to you? Maybe that'll be fun. You could do a little right. people story. Yeah, let's do a people story. Okay, right now yeah. I'm going by Griffith Park, so there's lovely trees. There's eucalypti, and then... <laughs> It's a really nice rainy day, so it feels different because it doesn't Is rain it rainy very though? often. Yeah, super rainy. It's been raining all day? Yeah. It's wow. like two it's days super of rain. It's nice down here. Wow. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's all cloudy, so it reminds me, it reminds me of San Francisco this morning. And 
uh, I like it when it's cloudy and dreary. And I realized I had an epiphany this morning that there's a reason for liking cloudy weather. A lot of people do not. Mm. I do mm. because it feels like there's a cap on the amount of people that are out for some reason. And it feels oh. like humanity has slowed down a little bit and like it makes it. me feel more safe. It's very That's strange. A happy place. <laughs> yeah, like it reins people into more of a contained space so then I can go out in the world and there's not so many people everywhere mm. that are like sunny days and everything brings a lot of activity outside and which brings just right. too many you humans say, go everywhere. Go away, people. The world I mean, is I mine. live. No, I get it. It's so overpopulated where you are and random icky people. <laughs> well, people right? suck. Well, yeah. yeah, these guys, especially because I can't get over the right gun. <laughs> Sorry, it's fucking suckets because I am driving a Honda CRV, which mm. has no power. It's like driving a golf cart, and I push down the <laughs> gas, and then it takes like five seconds to go. <laughs> so this is what happened, and I'm trying to make like this aggressive move, like yeah, screw you. <laughs> <laughs> it just ends in someone just going behind me like rah honk yeah that anyway. happened to my husband he was sitting somewhere and um this guy on a scooter like yelled at him and you know everything was at a stop and dave's in his car going all right sorry dude i didn't see you or whatever it was and the guy on the scooter yeah fuck you big middle finger and then he'd like leaned over his handlebars and me <laughs> just there's no way to be cool and exit that scene <laughs> just, big old guy on a little scooter and and my husband just had a good laugh it was didn't we yeah see someone who did that on a 10 speed bike like someone probably cut him off. Yeah, that sounds familiar yeah it was some hairy guy i like all these hairy guys but he was driving a 10 speed bike and he had like long hair it was kind of <laughs> whistle i don't know what that means but you know skinny whiskey <laughs> and then uh, a van cut him off and then he went and he rode his 10-speed bike and the guy was at a red light in front of us he rode his 10-speed bike up to the window and he didn't know what to do he was frustrated <laughs> so he just he looked at the sky and went Roar! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. where were we i remember that it was now. in san diego oh, but it was oh, just yeah? like the weirdest just like someone frustrated on a bicycle growling at the side. Yeah, you, you can't let go necessarily. I guess you just yeah. growl, roar. Yeah. That's great. So that's Ugh. what it is. But, um, so yeah, let me uh, tell you a few things about, let's look yes. around and right. discuss. I'd like to know, okay, what does a rainy day evoke for you? Mm. Feelings of what? You're asking me right now? No, I was just um. talking to my... <laughs> friend here bob can you just hold on a second bob what do you think of all right, i'm just yes. kidding i was done yeah i love rain too i dig it it we need more rain down here and it feels nice and clean and um yeah just nice cold air i like the moisture in my nostrils yeah and, that too. yeah and that hot you know pavement cold rain kind of smell is wow. awesome i know i and like that too yeah so we concur Yay. Uh, and apparently i love the smell of wood burning stoves and all the mesquite and all that mm. but 
they have put a kibosh on people doing that this year because the air is so polluted that they don't want people burning. It contributes to like a third of the air quality issues or something. Yeah, some huge number. So no one's allowed burning chimneys and stuff. Yeah. Wow. And I know that they talked about it here on the radio, so I don't know if it's just LA, but Mm. isn't that like. uh, It's weird. What about like beach bonfires? Do you have beaches that have. They allow I don't think you can do any burning. I don't know. I ha- mm. would have to look that up. I just make things up sometimes and pretend like I know the answer <laughs> when I have you, absolutely no idea. I like that. Do you still see uh, remnants of that fire that just came through? Like it was no. burning kind of over the hills of where Burbank, right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I did. I was in Aqua Dulce and down over by Palmdale and all that. And you could see it in all the mm-hmm. creeks and ravines. And it went... Mm. There's so many fires, though. There's five or six that started at the same That was crazy, yeah. I yeah. was watching it. We had your little house pinned on a map, and we were kind of watching for you. You were? A little bit worried, yeah. That's nice Charlotte of you. You, you, weren't, you didn't tell me that. I've got people mm-hmm. looking out for me. We are. We we're going to rush in and save you. Oh, well, thank uh, you. Fireman style. I appreciate yeah. it. You guys have had that a lot in San Diego because you live mm-hmm. in that area that your house had originally before you built on the same property was burnt. Yes. It was lost in the what, Witch Creek fires, I think it was, in 2007. But that and doesn't we, make you worried. Uh, a little bit. No, I worry. And it was freaky. So 2007, my husband was on a business trip to Virginia. I had little number one son and number two son was only eight months old and I was home alone you know with him on a business trip with two little boys and they uh, evacuated us at four in the morning and I had to leave the cat behind I didn't have a crate and just had to say look you're 12 years old you've had a good life good luck (laughs) I hope they get you out I I couldn't do that I know it was bad and why wouldn't you stick the cat in the car because what was i going to do with her she would have been bouncing all over the place scratching up the babies in the car seats and oh i didn't know what happens when you have kids the poor cat yeah she took the back seat literally but i put i had a big sticker on the window i preventatively had a thing saying there is an animal in the house please rescue it so if firefighters had had to come they would have seen that um and we hightailed it to my in-laws house in Del Mar and then they got evacuated. So then oh I went up to our aunt and uncle's house in Orange County and then they were getting evacuated. You could see the fires creeping up over their back hill. And by that time, my husband came home from his business trip and he joined us and we drove back home. We could finally get back into our neighborhood and luckily it didn't burn tons was burned around us like it just missed our little neighborhood so that was good but it did get this current house we didn't live in it at the time and it sat empty for five years and then we came along and built on it so why would they leave it for five years the people wanted to make a lot of money on it so they had it priced really high and they couldn't get the money for it so we finally came in and negotiated it down and got it for a penny and a song and yeah, it's good now, but I do worry because when those fires come up, it's like here we are at the end of the road, and there's a big, huge open space behind us. So, yeah, it could happen. Wow. Uh, we trying to, to take the there. risk. Yeah, 
I have the all the important papers in a little box by the front door at all times. It's in that front closet. And I know where all the stuff is. I just grab it and go. But it does. My heart starts racing when it's like October fire season. And my, yeah, resting heart rate is a little higher always. It's weird. I wonder if you can look at your area and see if there's a statistics on how many times it's been hit. Mm. Yeah, maybe. But probably. who cares about statistics? Right. We're not going to analyze anything. Yeah, analyze. Let's not. Let's analyze. analyze. Whoa! Hey. We're thinking the same. It is dun, anal, dun, dun, and I realized that you can really... What do you ruminate on that feels like obsessive thinking? Do you ever Worrying do that? about my kids, yeah. And then I'm not spending enough time with them. What's yours? Uh, Everything. <laughs> I think. <laughs> no, I don't know. Uh, guys, probably like yeah. obsessive relationship stuff. Sometimes it depends on the person, and then uh, yeah. some like work. I my thing is probably social anxiety. I think I need to really stop being a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. I think that is something I've identified in myself as being a problem because when you do that, you lose a sense of yourself because you're always trying to make everybody else happy. Right. And it's also, uh, first of all, you can't make everyone else happy and you also can't make yourself happy. Therefore, you're not fun to be around. Right. Right? I mean, do you you feel like you have a good sense of self? Um, ish, yeah. Although the older I get, the more reclusive I'm getting, which is weird. Abusive? Reclusive. Oh. (laughs) You know, just wanting to do my own thing and just come home and not wanting to be out all the time. Like, I used to be the one always planning the get-togethers and the mom's nights outs and all that stuff. And now I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna run this red light. God damn it. Sorry. (laughs) Watch out, suckers. I'm getting home. I'm not waiting. Sorry. <laughs> Fuck it. Too close What's to the my worst? Ass. So you got your ticket. I I didn't. I re- listened back and I didn't ever ask the proper questions on getting oh. your ticket in the commuter lane. So you oh, called our aunt. Did she get you out of it? No, she just said it's almost impossible to fight a ticket like uh, that. I think it's really. She goes, yeah, you can go down the courthouse. You can. I remember doing this though when I was young, and mm-hmm. I. The problem was I had a double ticket. It was the, uh, who cares is the real answer to this. (laughs) (laughs) Like, can you talk about something? I don't know. Who cares? I got to fucking whatever. Um, I am going to turn right behind this bus. Hey, driving talk. Everybody loves that. Hey, guys, going to turn right. It's good. It's compelling stuff. Uh Uh-oh, did I lose you? Yeah, no. Oh, okay. Did you? Yeah, oh. No, no. Go ahead. So um, you do not have a good sense of self. Interesting. Oh, I don't want to talk about analysis and stuff. All these topics. I'm like, burp, burp. I want to hear about, I know, I want to hear about the story. I want this on the record, recorded, when you picked me up from my oral surgery. Oh, no. In, in my old Jeep. Will you tell that story, please? Yeah, but what, what's our time like? We should maybe think about that real quick. All right. We are uh, at 39 minutes, so 
five minutes. Thirty minutes. I, I don't. Know. I feel like I'm a, in a shitty mood right now because I just sat. I know. Home. I feel like that too. Like low it's Friday. Energy. I know low energy. It's all right. I mean, so pump it up just... with the story. You should we wait? Really well. I mean, I don't know if this whole thing, this is where I get like, this is where you can do a self-fulfilled prophecy. Right now is a Tony Robbins moment oh. where you can either let yourself go into this downward spiral of thinking, stinking thinking. <laughs> See, I don't even think that's funny right now. Um, <laughs> someone said that and then I just was like, Ugh. someone said that out loud the other day. They go, well, sometimes I let my stinking thinking take over. And it just made me, like, mad at them because it's a whole combination of them. And it felt bad for being judgmental about someone who's just trying to say something. But then I just, it was like, there's something about the word stinky and, like, <laughs> does this bother you but, at all? No, that, I like it. This is my coming of age, like, being old and thinking how Curmudgeon. I think. Yeah. It's like Andy it's okay. Rooney on 60 Minutes. I'm feeling closer and closer to that. Why are kids today? <laughs> I'm Andy Rooney. Things oh. are different from when I was a kid. Oh, my God. 98 years ago. Oh, it's just... I forgot to tell you. Sorry, I'm interrupting. Um, we went to a family party last weekend, and my husband's aunt and uncle, the uncle's the musician, the aunt is the oh, yeah, ex-lawyer. Yeah. yeah. They're like in their what eighties and nineties. They're older. Oh my what God. happened? Something uh -oh. has happened. They went off the rails. They, no. I mean, the uncle's okay. He's like just whatever, but the aunt is uh -oh. crazy right wing nuts. Really? I didn't. I thought yeah. she was always liberal. No, that oh. was the game she was playing. But what? The, yeah. What do you mean? No. I talked to her about... She went off Whoa. talking about how Bill Cosby was set up. What? These women knew what they were getting into. They're all sluts <laughs> screaming it at this party. And her daughter was there. You know, we know her. And she came over like, Mom, Mom. Shh, shh, shh. Like, yeah, my husband went up to his dad, you know, it's his sister, and he's like, dude, your sister, what happened? <laughs> what like, happened? Bonafide, right-wing crazy. I think they have Fox News on oh, all the time. Oh, Fox News. I think they are buying every story, hook, line, and sinker, and she's lost all rational thought. It was wild. And I was even telling her some personal stories about my Bill Cosby slash Me Too moments, and she was like, yeah, but you wanted something from him. Ha ha. So that's why wow. you didn't say anything. That's why you didn't get out of there. And I'm like, that plus he was in a position of power. And I was like 17, you know, yeah. there's that. And I, you know, hit it all the way in the back of my mind. And I haven't thought about it till all these stories come out. So I don't have any ulterior motive to tell you the story right now. I'm not trying to like get money out of anyone it's just like this is the climate all these stories are starting to come out now we're all feeling empowered and she would not hear it she was like wow. yelling yelling the word slut in the middle of this party it was hilarious now so, does that offend you or did you just kind of go whoa well you kind of do eye roll and you give her the old lady pass and don't dig in plus it's family and you don't want to talk politics at a party because you're not going to change anyone's mind. I mean, this is how they feel. And 
she fancies herself a lawyer and she'll fight it to the end and I just didn't go there so I was just trying my hardest to change subjects wow. and get out of there and Oh my gosh. Uh, but I I was like, damn, I wish Waynes was here. She would love this right now because it was such a little sociology experiment of just seeing her in this huge new light. Like she changed. But That's crazy. So, that, mm. okay, to talk about us and me. Yes. I always bring... Switch it back. Well, so right now in my life, like I used to view life from an actor perspective where, and it actually made life way more fun because mm. everything was absorbing as like character studies. Okay. And then I switched more to doing writing and then everything was done in this different, instead of like assuming a character, thinking of life that way of like, how are they gesticulating and what are they thinking about when they're saying that thing? And yeah. how, then it switched to situational, like what, where is that woman coming from? Where is the story going? Like looking mm -hmm. at the big picture and all the elements in it. And now that I've kind of like, I'm just hanging out, like whatever. I don't really have any great uh, passion for to write right now any or to act. thing right now. Mm -hmm. And I'm just trying to live life and be a better person or work on myself or whatever. And we'll see what happens with a career thing, if anything. But um, right. yeah. now I just feel like joining in and being... A person and like Good. bitching or yelling back at that lady or just like engaging Ooh. in it in more of a, a I want to be there for this here. yeah no but that I don't Rebirth. know if that's even good why because life if you really think about it don't you think it's all a game and it's all like to be it's almost like you are writing your own script in life as you move through the world yeah. But maybe the difference is being an observer versus a participant in well, your own life. Yeah, it's the authenticity piece. You want to be your true self. So if you're having true feelings in the moment, why not say them? And but then balancing that fine line between keeping relationships cohesive and then not giving a fuck. You know, you have to like pick your battles with if it's a family member, do you really want to go in? And yeah, and do you have to win and be right? And then is it worth ruining a relationship to, like, talk about Trump? Right. No, um, see, uh, this is a toughie because, yeah, I feel passionately about certain issues. So with those, I will fight them to the death. But then others I won't. So it's kind of talking out of both sides of your mouth. Well, but, I have a friend who yeah. is, you know, he's our buddy. Ryan is his first name. And... You know him as being my friend who drove the green Mustang. Um, hmm. <laughs> or do you? Anyway, whatever. He was my buddy. Okay. And uh, he uh, we have the same birthday. And he was just always like my pal. And he's such a gentle, sweet guy. And, mm -hmm. you know, we never hooked up. We were just friends. And okay. I think we went to the prom together or something. But I don't even remember the prom. So I don't know what actually happened. Oh. But Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. yeah and yeah, so yeah. he was just like a sweetheart yeah. guy. That's another one that went off the rails, Dude, right? I posted something recently after the last school shooting of 17 people killed. This right. is like the 14th school shooting or whatever. Yeah. And it was like, please just ban the semi-automatic weapons. We don't need it. It kills people. Blah, blah. Just something to that effect yeah. of this is nuts. 
Yeah. And it, I am passionate about that because it's fucking crazy. Nobody needs to carry around semi-automatic weapons. I know. There's I no know. purpose. What, are we going to mow down a bunch of deer? There's no... You can't right. fight that. But, right. of course, he goes on the Facebook and was like, there's not that many school shootings. And Bub, and you're just like... Right. They, and it makes me... with all their weird little statistics <sighs> that make it right and Second Amendment and... It just uh. makes me think, like, God, that person's so dumb. And yeah. how can you... And it really does make me think, like, I can't be friends with someone like that. I know. <clears throat> so there's Big the divide right there. I wanted to unfriend him. I'm like, what do we have to talk about? You're ding-dong. <laughs> yeah, and you have your sweet high school memories of him, but he was a completely different person. People change. And, yeah, I've seen friendships go down the tube since this Trump thing. And watch the whole thing unfold on Facebook, all these arguments. And then, boop, unfriend, unfriend. And here I am. Posting pictures of all of us down in Mexico, like, hey, remember when we were like the three musketeers? And now they're not friends anymore because they <laughs> fought about Trump you. on Facebook. Yeah, uh, it's crazy, crazy. See, I don't care. I think the whole whatever, if someone doesn't, yeah. I'm happy. I just thing. avoid pretty much. <laughs> but then, you know, like I don't get too political, but certain things really right. do bother me. And if someone's going to not want to be friends over that, then... That's fine. Right. I mean, we're like, when's the last time we talked anyway? 30 years ago? Fine. And yeah. we have our few memories, and that's great, but it really wasn't like a lasting, developing friendship. And Right. Yeah. But, I, yeah. but it is when do you want to preserve? Because if you were to be a higher minded, you know, if you're Ooh, to go I to that place. You. You're totally cutting out. Of, okay. Well, it'll record on your end. I just may not respond because I can't hear you. Great. Right now. <laughs> oh well let me screw it up if you are a excuse me does that I work a car beeping are you home yeah i'm in my driveway that was not a bad commute i expected you to be driving for like an hour nope that's good and guess who's staying with you sorry i you finished your thought about about relationships the higher minded idea of everything is like to go the jesus route and turn the other cheek all the jesus the money changers he was angry and he threw the tables mm -hmm. up anyway uh, so <laughs> at what point what do, do you have? just preserve love when do you right. just love people and when do you because what is the saying it's like do you want to be right or do you want to be kind mm -hmm. and everything is either love, love or suffering right and do we you know, whatever is coming out of that person's mouse, mouse, <laughs> mouth must be from some sort of suffering. So to see it from that point of view and to try to help that, I don't know. But then at it's, what point is it abuse when someone's going, well, blah, 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 and they're yelling at you or like, at what point do you right. distance yourself and go, I'm going to love you. I'll do a little prayer for you. And then you can yes. move on. Back and I'm still going to keep yourself safe you're the number one priority and maybe they even have a little mental thing going on that you know you can't fix or you can't love away you just have to back off and walk away and neutralize and that's okay and you can only know that for yourself that's right yay you want to end here deep thoughts that's right that's <laughs> i always want to bring you to the deep thoughts and you know really that's okay. what, what do you think? What is the purpose of life? Go. 
Oh my god! I ask you this, this every all the time. time. I know. Okay, but what loving, is it today? Loving everybody, like loving seriously, you loving. Yes. It's easy it feels like beautiful. we're all just like one big uh, uh, organism, and we're all breathing the same air, and we all have kind of the same heartbeat, and we're all eating the same food from the earth, and we need to put it, put everything back into the earth, and that that's the ultimate goal that we just all love each other and we can all move to the next level together and enlighten those that aren't enlightened yet and it seems so simple to me it seems so simple so I, is I it understand the conflict so if you have an awareness that there is some kind of a place to be that is more elevated your job knowing that is to help others so if there's someone who's killing yeah. people you would say maybe that's not the best idea let's try to love people more and you would be yeah. someone that would help all I right so, so why don't yeah. you volunteer at the prison <laughs> yeah well i'm doing it in my <laughs> little life i've got these little people i have to raise and yeah. i go to their school and so i'm trying to teach the other little kids you know i saw these kids playing soccer across the way while I was working the garden and I heard some of the stuff they were saying and there's one little black kid and a few white kids, a couple Mexican kids and a couple Asian kids and we're a pretty well mixed school but he you someone better not said be something like a bad joke. No, no, no. Just someone kidding. said something about um why are your hands so brown? Why are you brown? You you know it it wasn't mean but it was just like really making him feel set apart from the other kids and so I spoke up I said hey everyone was born differently and we don't need to make people feel bad about how they were born and everyone's the same we all are in kindergarten and we're all chaparral hawks bleep that out and we all go to the school and love each other you know I, I made some big general statement like that and kind of shut it down but I'm trying to impart my little knowledge where I can with these little kids and I don't know it, it's okay. so hard in this environment but I don't know yeah what about you what do you think the purpose of life is Jesus we'll get back Christ. to that next time <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna answer that what do you think yeah, of right? oh. yeah we'll get to Dude. it next time I think we're we're good. That's a beautiful answer. And that's okay. Hmm. Oh, there you stop. go, guys. Are you it's embarrassed? Not all Don't be embarrassed. No, I'm not embarrassed. I, okay. I stand by it totally. Good. I just feel bad. This isn't like funny because I like escapism. I like just being something fun to laugh at. But that's okay. This is us. This is good. Okay. We are. Do we us. have enough laughs? I'm sorry. No, uh, we're not in this one. But that's okay. This is life is a balance. Life is a bowl of cherries. That's right. And speaking of balance, I have a microphone balanced on my boobs right now with my ball cap over it. <sighs> and it's all buttoned into my shirt. Kind of like a little, what do they call these? A lapel mic? What do you call them? Lavalier? Oh, yeah. Lavalier. Mm. Lobs. Did you put the lav on? A lav mic. Yeah. yeah. A lav. But nice. Nice. All right. On that so note, we'll boob mic. Hey, hey. Let's do a boob mic drop. All <laughs> right. Bye. Bye. All right. Mouseandweens.com. Please give us a like or two or a share or anything you want.
Yay! Yahoo! Happy bye. Friday. Bye. Bye. You've got a mental disorder.